Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, August 28th, 2023. This is the Beckler and Shauna piss cast. Hey, Shauna. It is the piss cast. Where did the summer go? Oh my God. August 28th. Unbelievable. Like, um, August, I mean, I, yeah, never mind. It happens every year. I feel like broken record. Time flies when you're having fun. I it think sure I does. that all the time, too. Yeah. Uh, it was a tremendous weekend in terms of weather here in Calgary. Like, just warm, and the nights were warm, which they never are. It was incredible. It was perfect. What yeah. did you do this weekend? Uh, went to a friend's birthday on Saturday. Uh, went for a bike ride during the day. Went and checked out this, like, free festival that happened at Lougheed House downtown. And there was, like, bands playing. And nice. Of, yeah, it was cool. And then... Yeah, one checked out a new brewery in town as well at the Curry Bear. Lots of shit. What about you? A rare weekend for you with no commitments, nowhere to be. It was great. Yeah, I'd do whatever are... I felt like it, wherever <laughs> the wind blew. Uh, my parents were in town. I mentioned that, and my brother came with them, so we had a really nice weekend hanging out with them. We cram a lot into. Like we don't like to sit around. No. So yeah, you know we were we got a lot done, which was nice. Awesome. Um, yeah, and now this is the last week before the kids go back to school. So it's supposed to be really nice here. We're going to we're gonna enjoy it. Yep. Take advantage of it. And have a good time. Yes. Uh, on today's radio program, an Airbnb opportunity you may not have considered. Maybe make a little extra money. Someone's <laughs> thinking outside the box here. Oh. The goat of furniture. This is a doozy. It's <laughs> big, big deal. Yeah. Really important stuff here. The top eight secretary names and more after your out-of-context clip of the show. He said the word tee-hee. Oh. Ooh. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I posted this video on the weekend. It was inspired by my mom, who pointed out that it seems like people are at their wits' end with buying more reusable grocery bags. Because she said she often sees people at the store trying to carry as many groceries as possible without a bag. Well, I've made fun of myself about this before because I refuse, and it's because I, I always forget them. Yes. It's all just stuff, all my pockets full of stuff. Like, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> right. You said sometimes you'll forget something in there, and then it gets stolen. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm an idiot, and I'll forget the bags. And yeah, it's just how it goes. It is true. And I'm a cheap Sasky, so whatever the bag is, 40 yeah. cents, 50 cents, like I have a million of them at home. I don't have them in my vehicle where I need them. Yep. And I always forget them, and I'm not buying another one. I know. Unless it's physically impossible for me to bring the groceries home yeah. without one. Mm-hmm. I think everyone does this now. You know when they ask, you need any bags? And then you eye up your order on the belt, and you're like, You size no, it up. Yeah. I think I can make it. <laughs> I think I can do this. At one point, I put something in my shirt. Like I was like, ah, that'll sit right there. And I was like, I don't even care anymore. Yeah, I don't want another reusable bag. Yeah, to that point, I got a couple of hacks from friends who saw this video. Yeah. Well, one person said, if you buy garbage bags, you know you're going to need the garbage bags eventually. That's true. So just open them up, use one of the garbage bags. Oh, and I had, in this video, you can see I'm carrying garbage bags that mm. were part of my order. Yeah. And I didn't think to open them up and use one right there. Should have done that. Which would have been super hood, but so funny. Mm-hmm. Nope. 
this guy cracks open done the it. garbage bags. Yeah. Uh, and then the other uh, piece of advice I got from another friend is flipping your shirt into a pouch. Oh, yes. Like you grab the front of it and you pull it up and then you make a sort of like kangaroo pouch for, for sure. your groceries. Sometimes I do th- so, that with popcorn on the movies. Ah. Yeah. Is it, does your shirt not just like get fully ruined with up butter? Yeah, like, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you wear I mean, like, I, I guess I don't do it anymore. As a kid, I used to do it though. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'd have to wear like a disposable shirt if you were going to do that. Yeah, basically you do. You need the butter. A, yeah, just be, at that point you should just be bringing a freaking lobster bib and just using that, you know, putting it in there. If I remember to do that, I can probably remember the bags. Yeah. But no, I meant at the movies, <laughs> not at the grocery store. But there's a, a, a couple bib of ideas. Really? Yeah, that's good. That's good. This is my grocery carrying bib. This is my, <laughs> yeah. Fits a couple things, you know. Yeah. Podcast. I was chatting with Justin. Uh, I guess at the end of last week, and mm-hmm. somehow we got talking about an assistant named Janet. And I looked at him. I was like, Janet is the secretary name. That is the pinnacle of assistant names, Janet. Probably, yeah. Like, there's something about Janet yeah. just suits the career of secretary, and I don't know why. The I name just it. reminds me. And Janet, I just think secretary. I know at least one Janet who's a secretary. Yes, I do too. Is secretary oh. still the preferred term, or is it administrative Administrative assistant or uh, yeah. a professional, you're right. There's a lot of different terms, but that for that type of job, I okay. suppose. So, and then okay. I got thinking, I was like, maybe we could do a top names for administrative assistant or secretary or whatever. How it, many do we have here? It, I think eight. Eight? Okay, so it's top eight. Yeah, let's go. Top, top eight, eight secretary names? Yeah. Let's kick things off with Janet in number eight. Janet's great at her job, but sometimes her energy in the morning can be a little bit much. Great for greeting people. Not great if your coffee hasn't set in yet. Bubbly is an understatement. Number seven, Carol. Carol has had the same hairstyle since 1987 with no plans to change it anytime soon. <laughs> number six, Judith. Judith is all about a desk with personality. She loves pigs, so on her desk, everything's pig-themed. Pink everything, pig pencils, all of it. Number five, Matthew. Mm, Our son Matthew is working as a junior secretary in the minister's office this summer, and we're very proud of him. Mm. And number four, Lloyd. Lloyd is a bit eccentric, but he is unbelievably organized. He's silent when he walks, though, and may pop up on you when you least (laughs) expect it. Jeez, Lloyd. Ah! Whoa, Lloyd! Lloyd! We talked about this, man. Uh, Number three. (laughs) Number three. Sharon. Sharon is lovely and brings baking to work, so even if she sucked at her job, we'd keep her around. And then number two, Peggy. Opposite. Peggy's been in the biz for 20 years and she doesn't take crap from you. She keeps the men in line. They're not squeaking anything past Peggy. And number one, Donna. Donna is holding this place together, and when she retires next year, things are going to be very uncomfortable for a while. Hmm. Your top eight secretary James names. Floyd. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. We didn't talk about this on Friday when it was in the news, but I'm sure by now you heard that Christia Freeland, the deputy prime minister, finance minister, she got caught speeding in northern Alberta recently. Yeah, it was national news. It was a big story at the end of last week. And I was, I, I read this and I was just like, I... I didn't see the need of to discuss it. I didn't either. I didn't either. Like she was, how how much was she going over? Well, that's the funny thing because every time I've heard this story mentioned, like online and comments and stuff, the amount that she exceeded the speed limit by gets larger. Right. So first I read she was going 20 over. No, she was doing 132. She was doing 146. She was doing a buck 90 in a Hemi Cuda and she was listening to Kickstart My Heart. Obviously. (laughs) 
Which yeah. in that case, you can't blame her, right? Because if yeah. Kickstart My Heart comes on, everybody's like, it just happens. You're like, yeah, you just, got a hammy. <laughs> oh, can't help it. I got to go. got to go. The actual speed was 132 in, in a, a, in a 110 zone. 110, okay. In case you read otherwise, right. it was 132. And I agree with you. I think everyone trying to turn this into a scandal is ridiculous. Holy like, if you've ever hell. driven a car, you've exceeded the speed limit, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm thinking basically everybody has it's done like it. It's like national so. news. Like, I saw it being listed as national, like, important news. And I was just like, what the hell are we doing with our time here? And everyone's everyone like... Everyone has sped. Everyone's like, she needs to follow the rules. Why do these politicians good think they're Lord. above the rest of us? And I was like, well, oh, they do hurts. think they're above the rest of us, but this isn't a good example no, of it. No, this is not. Like, I think she was also being criticized because... Some people felt it was hypocritical that she doesn't own a car, and then she. But I'm like, she was traveling between Grand Prairie and Peace River. How else is she supposed supposed to make that trip? Mm-hmm. You got to take a car. Yeah, and it's Alberta. You got to pin it. If anything, I think it makes her seem more Albertan, yeah. more relatable. That's true. You know, speeding in northern Alberta. Yeah. Was she driving a truck? I hope she was driving a truck. I really hope so, too. I hope she was smoking and complaining about Trudeau, too. Oh, yeah. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. A friend of mine is back in the dating world, and she was talking about how she's been chatting with this guy on a dating app, and then he said something that she she just couldn't get past. And... I try to be non-judgmental because the online dating world is a jungle and mm-hmm. I do not envy anybody that's that's in this. But when she said this, I was like, I kind of agree with you. <laughs> he said the word tee-hee. Oh. Ooh. And it was fairly earlier on, on in their chat and, and he said tee-hee and she's like, <laughs> I, I could not get past the tee-hee. And I was like, I, I have to agree with you. Like, I don't know what it is about tee-hee, just don't, there's some about, just don't tee-hee. Tee-hee out of a grown man is a tough one, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, like it's, like, LOL, haha, don't care, tee-hee, <laughs> just, just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, like, yeah I would, no. He's probably like an otherwise great guy, you know? know. Like, everything about him is fine, except he tee-heed once, and that was the end. That's it, though. <laughs> That's all it takes is one tee That's why he's still single. I was like, I... He just can't figure it out. I actually should ask for this it. guy's name. Be like, okay, I just, I'll, I'll give you one tip, okay? One tip, and I swear you'll be way more successful. No more teehees. No more teehees. Do no. not teehee. No go to the teehee, and you will get whoever you want, okay? Why do all these women keep ghosting me on tee-hee, this app? Teehee, that's why. Because you teeheed at them, man. Like, Stop teeheeing. <laughs> no. You can't teehee. And that's one of those things that, like, the old boys just didn't do, you know? Like, You're not... Prior to like a certain generation, teehee never left the lips of a man, right? Even a woman saying teehee, like teehee is just a weird to begin with. And then you just, there's something about it, teehee. I agree. Like, I feel like if you teeheed at a World War II vet, you'd be ripe to get your ass kicked there, right? Your ass would get handed to you immediately. (laughs) It's just how, my. You can't be teeheeing out there, man. Just remember, like it's a motto we can all repeat together, okay? No go to the teehee. And Shauna podcast. I was at IKEA on the weekend, and I walked past an absolute legend. Oh yeah, the lack table. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now the lack table. If you're, you know the table I'm talking about. If not, look it up. It's the very basic, four legs flat IKEA table, like the side table, end table. Yep. It's a piece of crap. It's a piece of crap, but it's like thirteen bucks, and that means that most of us. At some point or another, when we didn't have enough money for nicer furniture or we just needed a basic end table, 
you know, for a dorm room or a guest room or something, have probably purchased a lack table. I don't judge I still have a lack table. Both we, of our bedside tables are lack tables because I just haven't had time to build nicer ones yet. We so. talked about the fact the my the the table that I have at my coffee table is a lack table, oh. and I've had it for twenty years. And I brought it with me everywhere I've gone. It's been, and it still exists. And it's survived. And it's like $30 or something at Ikea for that big thing. Yeah. And it's, it's just been the best, yeah. So the coffee table's 30 bucks. The end tables, I think, are 13 Yeah. Like, just dirt cheap. Just and dirt cheap. I'm not casting judgment on anyone. No, you I shouldn't, just, because I have again, lack I, tables in my house. Yes. But uh, I was thinking, would the, would the Ikea lack table be the goat of furniture? This is a very broad discussion. I wouldn't say it would so, be the goat. No? no, no. What would you consider to be the goat? Well, I and like think I a, said, this is super broad. A chair would have to be a goat. Like chair goes over table. Like you can't have a table without a chair. You know what I sure mean? Sure, you like, can. Lots of cultures sit on the floor. I suppose. So. I would say table is maybe more important than chair. Standing tables. If you sit on the floor, then you're not. You know, no table over chair. The sofa, perhaps. <laughs> Now, you could make a real strong argument for couch. Yeah, because it's a, a multi-use, right? I was like, going to say bed, because the ad, like the invention of a bed, think of how great it is having a bed to crawl into, but yeah. the couch can double That's as a bed. That's exactly it. Like, it can when, be something that you sit on, and it's something you can sleep on. The bed can't double as easily as a couch. No. If you go over to someone's house, they're like, well, sit on my bed. If they have a bed in the living room, you're you're like, okay. Things nope, aren't going well here. strange. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. But the couch can be a bed. See? Would you consider appliances to be part of furniture or are appliances their separate. own? Ca- okay, well, then we might have to have that discussion separately. Yeah, that's a different one. We're going to have to go down. Oh, yeah, this is very important. The rocking chair. I mean, that's a classic, right? Sure is. The rocking chair. It's good for when you have a baby and you need to rock that baby to sleep and you pass out in the rocking chair as well. Or if you're old. Yeah. I mean, you just don't understand the world anymore. Yeah, it's you true. You just rock, rock your time away, I guess. That's what you should do on your porch. You just sit on your porch in your rocking chair with a shotgun across your la- your lap there. and So, yeah. I wouldn't put rocking chair over couch, though. No. I feel like it's more old school, but no, couch... It's been around longer, probably. That's the thing, mm-hmm. right? Because couches, I mean, you need cushion for like a couch, too. Are we missing any obvious ones, like... Ward. Like it's not going to be like a wardrobe or an armoire really or a important. bureau or anything like that. No. Nothing like that. No, I think it's got to be Coach. Yep. Coach, uh, the go-to furniture. Gotten to the bottom of it. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I think we covered most of the big ones. Like nobody came back at us with something obvious that we missed. Friend of the show, Chris, mentioned the Ottoman. But I don't know if you... No. He said it's kind of like bacon for furniture. It's automatically better when you add it to any situation. And it's true. It is a nice... It's a nice... Accessory addition, piece. For sure. I love the Ottoman, but no, I would not I would not say that that would be a ghost. I no. wouldn't either. No. Now, I'll say this. Friend of the show, Mike, made a decent argument for the trunk. Like the steam trunk. Mm-hmm. So you can sit on it like a chair. You can eat on it like a table. You can store stuff in it. You can travel with it. You can look for it in games because it holds treasure. Yeah. Uh. And I thought, okay, like there is a reason that it's been a staple of immigration, well, until recently, but before that for hundreds of years. It's true. You know? Yeah. You're moving to a new country, the family shows up with a steam trunk and all their belongings. The trunk, you know, you can picture it in the back of a covered wagon crossing the country. For sure. 
Good the for trunk, travel. Yeah, maybe the yeah. trunk has lost its importance in recent years, I would say. It has. But for many years, it was kind of the thing. What about the stool? The stool? I just thought of the stool, and I'm like, the stool is one of the oldest pieces of furniture as well. Sure is. Yeah. And you can see people like... You know, in Asia, sitting on a stool. Yes, having it's the most basic of furniture. Right? Sure is. Wow. That's another one to consider. But yes, the trunk, there's a good argument for that. This was one of our more riveting... This truly was. ...goat discussions. Very important. Yeah, we've. I'm glad we've gotten to the bottom of this. Yeah, wouldn't have slept otherwise. You can take all of those pieces of furniture and stick them in a brand new home from Shane Homes. Though. Yeah, you can. And you can lay that home out exactly how you want with their affordable customization. Say you got a really important trunk yeah. or a stool that your grandpappy brought over from the old country. And you're like, this is a feature piece of our living room. Just look at this stool. Yeah. My you can God. picture your... Uh, got three legs. <laughs> three of them. Three of them. Picture your floor plan from Shane Holmes. Imagine where you'd pop grandpappy's stool. <laughs> right there. If you're building a house, consider Shane Holmes. ShaneHolmes.com. The better way to build. I get this email from this sports newsletter and uh, they try and balance like equal men and women stories uh, in sports just to feature women as well. Um, And it started the article uh, or the newsletter rather last week started with this headline. Otani injured as Mercury heads into retrograde. (laughs) (sighs) I read this. Oh, no. If you don't follow baseball, the biggest star in the game, Shohei Otani, is going to need surgery here on his UCL. And it's absolutely devastating because he is. He is having an amazing season. He's in a contract year. He was expected to sign like this unbelievable contract, and this has all been a huge setback for him and for baseball. It sucks. It really sucks for him. But uh, according to this, (laughs) it's it's because Mercury is in retrograde. (laughs) That is why he injured his UCL. You know, when you think about it, how irresponsible for the Angels to even start him. It's true. Knowing Mercury was in retrograde. Yeah, it was heading into retrograde. And now we're officially in it. Like, no one who is an important player, right, should be playing right now. They should actually probably just end the season of all sports just because... You does, don't want to risk it. When does Mercury come back out of retrograde? I don't know. It's like it's always like three weeks. It's a long ass time that Mercury gets stuck in that retrograde. Isn't it like six months this time? Or I could be oh wrong. Oh my god, but, it's not that long. Let's no, see. no. Out, out of retrograde, but yeah, I agree oh with you. Like Lordy. why? Uh, when does... Oh, September 15th. Okay, okay. I was going to so, say. Yeah. Yeah. This so, just like break for three weeks. That's it. During Mercury's retrograde period. Just and, to be safe. I mean, every, everyone should. You shouldn't go into work either, really. No. When you think about shouldn't it. Because travel. Every, everything that... Yeah, it, all the devastation in the world comes from Mercury being in retrograde. Absolutely. So it's terrifying. Including Shoya Otani's injury. That's really sad. Wow. Like, I again, the manager should be fired. Did you unsubscribe from this email after that? <laughs> I think I'd be out. <laughs> but Beckler, I need to know. Okay? I need to know. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Milky Chance was here last week. I uh, didn't go, but it sounds like they put on a great show. Oh, I wanted to go so badly. It was just too late for my blood. I thought this was kind of funny, though. I, I learned that they employ someone on this tour with the title Sustainability Manager. Oh. I've never heard of a band doing that before. Although that makes perfect sense. It does, because mm-hmm. if you're a band who cares about the environment, yep. uh, tours are not environmentally friendly no. at all. Mm-mm. You know, I was thinking about this. I mean, obviously, Milky Chance is a, a smaller production than Taylor Swift, but this era's tour that Taylor Swift is doing, 
146 states, five continents. Yeah. It takes 90 semi-trucks to move everything, not to mention the number of fans who will be flying from all over the place to each show. Like even the number of people from here I know who are flying to Toronto for those shows. Yep. What is the environmental impact of a tour like that? I can't imagine. It would be unbelievable. It'd be, the, it'd be like the size of a city for... For many years, yep. right? Like it would be absolutely huge. Totally. So I could see why, if you cared, yep. you might employ a sustainability manager to say, okay, how can we do this in the best way possible? Yep. Do we need a sustainability manager here, Shauna, on this show? I mean, we run pretty lean. <laughs> we do. You know, like it's just the two of us. It's just the two of us. We're in a glass room. Yeah. Got a few computers going here. There's a rack room at the back of the building here that's just humming like crazy. If you walk by it, it's you can true. feel the heat coming out of that place. Yeah. Um, but Sorry. I guess even the the waves that we emit from the tower, from the broadcasting tower, are those sustainable? Are those Zac Efron sustainable, bro? Yeah. I mean, we yeah we obviously use electricity, right? That's how we have to do this. And the farts, of course. There's the farts, right? Well, that's the part. you got to be The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I got thinking more about those Airbnb experiences recently that people offer. And we've talked a little bit about this, but essentially you can pay a local to bring you on some sort of experience. And more and more people are offering this up now. So in Calgary, for example, people are offering up like paddleboarding ventures down the river or like a hike guided by them because they probably know a little more local yeah, you know, it's a cool idea because if you want to go somewhere idea. and not just see the tourist stuff, like you can get yep. a little more of the local feel by going with a local, right? Exactly. So I was thinking a bit more about you know some of the experiences I could potentially provide in this scenario, and mm-hmm. I was like, I know the bike paths super well, no? So I was, I was like, I could do some sort of bike brewery tour thing. Okay. I've pretty much got that on lock or obviously like snowboarding. I know the mountains pretty well. So if they wanted some sort of snowboarding experience, I could do that kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, it's kind of a decent thing. Uh, I was telling a friend about this though. And they were talking about how they saw somebody offer up an urban experience of sleeping under a Calgary bridge. Sleeping under a bridge? Sleeping under a bridge in Calgary <laughs> was what they were offering up as an urban experience that you could do. Is and there a big demand for that well, sort this of experience? Is, he was like, I don't know if anybody ever took this person up on it, but he was like, I saw it in Calgary as one of the ur- urban experiences you could... That seems just, to be... I was like, what on earth? I mean, I guess you'd really see the city that way, right? Would like, you ever? It would be It would be an experience. And it's seedy underbelly. It, yeah. That seems to me like the kind of thing that you do out of necessity. Yeah. <laughs> Not- right. On vacation, but I, I guess if you want to relate to the city's less fortunate, I don't know. It's a very strange thing. But I was like, that's an odd thing to offer, but I guess the really that opens up the realm of possibility for Doesn't any ever. type of experience you can offer up. I wonder if this is like a homeless person who's just trying to make a little money. Oh, uh, actually, they're like, come see this side of the city, you know. It's kind of genius. That's, well, if that's the case, then you can't fault them for it. You really can't. And I'd be almost, I would do it. I'd be like, okay, you, let's see what's what goes on at that time of night. Because the witching hour, right? Like the, you'd yeah. see some you'd see some things. You'd see a different side of the city, you I'm sure. You sure would, yeah. You'd all, I think the pigeons would put me off it. Lots of pigeons under the bridge. Lots of pigeons. You ever float under the, the bridge, any of the bridges on a raft? I haven't over... Pigeons. I, I go under a lot of bridges, like through the bike paths and no stuff, pigeons, and I haven't eh? potentially noticed more pigeons oh, than normal. Keep your eyes open, Pigeons. I, 
Are you afraid of pigeons? Well, I just wouldn't want to sleep with them. Well, I, I mean, want to wake up covered in pigeon crap. I think that's probably the least of your worries. Mm. Like it, I there's other things that I would consider as well if sleeping under a bridge. Pigeons probably not really what came to mind at first. Okay. Also, don't they go to bed at reasonable hour? Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't live so with it's the pigeons. Fine. But... Okay. Well, that's an option. Okay. Anyway, what there else? You go. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's like too. That's too like gritty for me, you know that kind of experience. You wouldn't give it a go. No. Like, mm. What like what else could you offer? Hey, let's go get in a fight on the C train. Mm-hmm. There's a real Calgary experience for you. Go, we'll just ride go the for C a train rip on the C t- train and see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> see what it's, happens. It's almost <laughs> inevitable. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I don't know if you saw this news the end of last week, but Kleenex is being discontinued. Yeah. So like they're just not making. Any Kleenex anymore or just the Kleenex brand Kleenex? Well, I'm assuming it's the Kleenex brand Kleenex, but like that is the Kleenex. That's what we call it Kleenex. Like yeah. you can't just not have Kleenex anymore. It's one of those things where the brand has become synonymous with the totally. thing. So All of a sudden they're just like, no, very quietly, all of a sudden just now nah, we're going to stop making it. What wonder what hell? happened. I don't know. COVID. Horse crap. <laughs> I don't know if you say COVID about everything. Now. Absolutely. It was definitely COVID. Uh, uh-huh. Of course, I heard this and immediately was like, well, we need to eulogize Kleenex because this is a very important and big part of all of our lives here. Jeez, we don't have Kleenex in our house. We rarely have Kleenex. Wow, yeah, really? Just use toilet paper. No, no. We're not fancy like I that. I have Kleenex. Do and, you? Yeah. And you're you always miss your need Kleenex? Kleenex? I'm gonna, and lots of people are going to miss their Kleenex. It's not just me. Men and friends of the show were like, what are we going to do? I'm like, I don't know. Would you like to say a few yes, words about please. the death of Kleenex? We are gathered here today to remember Kleenex. The famous schnoz paper, the epic nose wipe, the pinnacle of the snot rag that is going to be no more, which is horse crap. I mean, honestly, what are we supposed to wipe our boogers on now? No, (laughs) preposterous. But we will remember you as the vessel to remedy our leaky nose faucets, the weapon of choice to kill many a spider, Mm. the staple box that sits in your bedside table and gets lost under the seat of your car, that accompanies you to bed when you're sick and you caress it when your face won't stop running. What about tears? You've been there for many a tear. That Mm. was literally what I was about to say. Can you just wait? (laughs) Jesus. Kidding. Been there for many a tear, sickness, and miscellaneous cleanup. And we will miss you. This is really sad. I bet you wish you had some Kleenex. Gather here. (laughs) We are all going to wipe one last snot rocket on the Kleenex together and hold it up. Gross. Mm -hmm. Very gross. That's what Kleenex is for, though, as well. We will miss you, though, Kleenex. We will. Beckler, do you have a musical tribute for us? I do. I do. Great. But you gotta remember, the smarter it gets, the further it's gonna go when you're blowing your nose. It's perfect. When you're blowing your nose. I'm so sad. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Hey, hey, what did you learn today? Whoops. No, I I turned that off. Hey. What uh, did you learn today, Sean? Um, I didn't realize that during World War One, hamburgers, uh, the name was changed to Salisbury Steak. Because of the anti-German sentiment in the U.S. Really? Hamburg, of course, named after Hamburg, Germany. So because of that, they would use the alternative name of Salisbury Steak. Then I got thinking about it, and I was like, I actually didn't realize that Salisbury Steak and a hamburger were the same thing. Neither did I. don't really know what a Salisbury Steak is, and it kind of is. It has a bit more filler than a hamburger, but essentially very similar. I'm guessing Uh, we also weren't referring to ballpark franks at the time, right? Nope. Probably calling them hot dogs. Yep. 
And that was part of it as well. Um, but uh, I guess Dr. James Salisbury is why we call them Salisbury steak. It was after a doctor who uh, back in the 1800s was talking about how uh, good it is to have ground beef and how good it is for soldiers. So mm-hmm. he basically sold that idea way back then. That's how Salisbury steak became a thing. But yes, when we uh, came to hamburgers, we changed the name back to Salisbury steak because it was close enough and we didn't want to say Hamburg. I feel like referring to burger as steak is overselling it. Yeah. Don't you? I do. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. But um, what it is. What about you? So my friend told me this and we we almost didn't believe it. We had to look it up. But you've probably heard that like wind wind turbines, wind farms are bad news for birds, right? They can kill lots of birds because the yep. blade, blade spin so fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also kill bats. But this is interesting. So... In 2007, there was an ecologist from the University of Calgary named Erin Bayerwald, and she led a research project at this wind farm down near Old Man Dam because they found all these dead bats there, but they didn't have any external signs of damage of being, like, clipped by one of these turbine blades. It's like, what's going on? They looked into it, and it turns out that if a wind turbine is big enough and if the blades are spinning fast enough, they can spin up to, like, 260 kilometers per hour. They leave behind a pocket of low pressure... And if a bat flies into that and takes a breath, it will explode the blood vessels in the bat's Holy lungs. Holy crap. So these, like the lungs of the bats are blowing up as they pass through this like dirty air near a wind turbine. Wow. That is Which horrifying. is just wild. Like when you think yep. about the power generated by those things, right, that they can leave such a low pressure wake that it can blow up a bat basically from the inside. That's crazy. And that's not good because, I mean, we need bats, yep. right? They're an important part of the ecosystem. They're pollinators. For sure. And these wind turbines Ugh. are just creating such low. I was like, that's wild. I guess that's when you insane. look at those big wind tower turbines, though, and you look at the size of the blades and how fast they're moving at the tips, that does make sense, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, totally. But when he said that, my, my buddy was like, those wind turbines can blow up bats' lungs. I was like, you're making that up. Yeah, that doesn't sound realistic. No, No, but it is. It's absolutely true. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. The only hydrotherapy I've ever done is Gatorade. Yeah, it's pretty normal just to go like full naked. The best part of my morning is eating cheese ways. It's dick apocalypse, okay? It's called a fanny flutter, the effect that it is supposed to give. <laughs> X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca.